We're right. starting early, Eleanor. Okay. That's great. Thank you, Todd. You got it. My All husband's right. name is Todd. Oh. So I look fondly on you. It's a good name. Is it, Todd? He's from Jersey. Don't name. get him excited. Okay. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. All right. Uh, thank you. So uh, This is so exciting. All right. I'm, I'm going to try not to be a, a creepy fangirl. Uh, not at all. Yes, I am. This is one of my favorite comics. Oh my god! World. Stop it, guys! I know I always talk about her. She's finally, on the Comedy Store podcast, and I am so excited, Miss Carol Montgomery. Oh my god! You're like I'm like. Are, are you sure you're, you're like, are me, you? Carol Montgomery? I mean, yes. me? Oh yes. my god! That's so weird. This is like such a big deal for me. Like honestly, I I remember like working, and you would do this bit. Please, uh, if I fuck this up, uh, I know okay. I'm not going to do it justice, but it was about doggy style okay. and how men invented it. Yes. <laughs> Somebody told a man, you could have a boy if you fuck doggy style. Yes, that's... <laughs> and then the guy... I'd literally be crying yeah. like, this lady talks like me. She's fucking hilarious. Aww, and I, I mean, I'd just be waiting tables. I had no interest in being a comic. I just... I just... You truly appreciated a real voice and you know what's so funny about that like nowadays it's not it's fine like it's not what it was but sure. back then yeah oh my god i got so much shit for the way i talked on yeah, absolutely i mean like it was like you know you really shouldn't talk that way carol you know women don't talk that way i'm like fuck you fuck yeah we do <laughs> well yeah but back then gee right. nobody was it, it was such a it was such a hard road to be able to just and i and i i would say to people i'm not saying fuck to just say fuck i'm yeah. from brooklyn okay so you know, I'm from Brooklyn. That's how we talk. That's how we, yeah. And that's I'm from South Philly, and we. That's say how fuck. you fucking talk. It's how the fuck we say things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, so so it's it's interesting that you you said that because I remember I used to get I remember and I forgot who the comic was, but um uh he, he he complained. I guess I was featuring. I was before I was headlining, and he called up the guy that was booking me, and he said, "She's terrible. I can't follow her." Okay, oh. she was so dirty. And I was like, maybe it was because I was better than you. Absolutely. But they always will do that. They'll always pull the dirty card mm -hmm. for a woman. Absolutely. You're too dirty. I can't follow you. No, you can't follow me because I'm better than you. That's right. That's so, exactly right. Fuck you. Right. What year did you start doing? Oh. St All right. You don't have to say the yeah. year, but how? I was uh, 1981. Wow. Um, in New York, in Brooklyn. In in Brooklyn. Like actually, actually at Pips. Okay. I have a great story about Dice, yes. too. So, but um, uh, uh, quickly... I was doing some, I didn't know, when I was, I was uh, 79, so I was 21, I want. I, I knew I wanted to do something in in, in show business. Like, I okay. loved theater, so I was, I was actually doing summer stock, and I was a techie. I was doing the lights and, sure. you know, painting. Any way you can get in. Right. Yeah. And the guys that I was working with, the lighting designers, and the, they said, you know, you're really quick. You should be a comedian. And now, back then, it's going to be hard for you to understand this. There were not a lot of comedians. So there was no. Right. There wasn't. So I was like, what does he mean? So I, I like, I didn't even know. So I was like watching. Um, I watch, I would watch Johnny Carson because they were like, well, you have to write a monologue. And I'm like, you mean like an acting monologue? Like it was like a, just right. a weird, weird thing. And then I saw Freddie Prince Ooh. on The Tonight Show. And then I went, oh. oh. And so I started writing. So I didn't actually start stand up till. 
80, I think, was it 81? No, actually, I'm sorry. It was 80. Okay. Okay. It was 1980 because I last this year was my 40th year. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. No, that's awesome, <laughs> no, though. It is. But if you would have told me when I was a young 21-year-old girl right. that you'd be still doing this in 40 years <laughs> in a fucking basement because they're always, everything is in a basement. Everything's in a basement. Everything's in a fucking basement. The most yeah. fun is in a basement. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's that. She, yeah. So that's how I started. And then with Pips, I knew Andrew okay. when he was Andrew Silverstein. Right. So he, I mean, he still is. He but. is Andrew Silverstein, but but like but I always, he only went on as Andrew Silverstein. Oh, yes, at that point. so yeah. so when I tell people that story, I said, you know, Andrew Silverstein, Andrew Silverstein is one of the best impressionists ever, right? And that's how he started with his impressions, right. and and people go, Dice yes. was an impressionist. I said, Dice was one of his fucking impressions. <laughs> And people, it was an impression. Yeah, it was that his, took off. That took off. And, yeah, and then that's it. But I remember that it was me, uh, 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 Dice, uh, Richie, Jenny. Oh yeah, yeah. Richie, Jenny was there too. Richie, like oh, at, at it's Pips. So funny. Yeah, yeah. And Richie, and this is so. He's from Philly. He so, he was such a great guy. Yeah. What I so when I first met Richie. You know, he was this little short guy. Yeah. He was wearing like polyester suits. He was. And he was such a he was such a Guido like, and he used oh, to yeah. hit on me all the time. And the this smaller is, they are, the more Guido they yeah, are. Yeah, very Guido esque. <laughs> and he, uh, and they love a tall Irish girl. Are you Irish? I'm not. Or I'm Jewish. Jewish. But, okay. But, you know, I have big tits, so I think. Jew- <laughs> but you have a uh, light skin, like uh, light yeah. features. Yeah. So I could. So I could, people I, like I could pass when the Nazis people come. People think I'm Jewish. Yes. All the I time. Jewish were... or Puerto Rican uh, is wow. what I get. Yeah, I love it. Puerto Rican. <laughs> But uh, when so my anyway, hair is curly. So he, so he used to, and he was just, he was just, and he was terrible. He was a horrible comic. I know that's, that's hard because no. So so, and I always I tell the story because I teach stand up sometimes in the city. I, I always tell the story. I said so he was horrible. He was just hitting on all the women. There weren't a lot of us. Sure. But three years later, I happen to walk into Catch Rising Star, and I hear somebody crushing, and I walk in. It was Richie Jen. <gasps> so, wow! Uh, they that, figure it out. If they stick to it, they figure right. it out. Yes, it had, but uh, you, you know, like, cause, but I'm telling you, he was. I, I'd never seen that t- transformation. But he worked every single night. Yeah, every night. The one we had here that did that was Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes, yeah, ex- ex- and yes. when I first saw Sebastian's showcase and Mitzi passed him and she gave me the sheet with his a check next to his name and I went, Why "Bitch, you- how high are you? Right, absolutely. What pills did you take?" <laughs> And uh, she would give them spots, and they, they, the spots would get later and later, 1 a.m., you know, belly room. She'd put them back there for a bit, back, forth, back, forth, you know, like just develop. And he was on every night. Right. He figured it out. Yeah. It's amazing. It well, takes the time, but you have to commit. You have to commit. To yeah. It. You know, this is not like there. there's, and I'm sure that you, you talk to other veterans about this, too, because you're a veteran yourself now. and um, uh, 13 years this month. Yes, Exactly. But you think I'll get to 40? No. You think I'll get to 40? (laughs) You might. No way. (laughs) I'll be dead within the hour. No way. Okay. No way. So then I'll be taking over the podcast. I'm I'm going to be moving (laughs) back to Los Angeles and I'll be taking over. You and Rick would be great together. Um, uh, The problem with the, the comedians that are coming up now is they want it to be yesterday. They don't want to put the time in. Oh yeah, that's I don't know a good if that's way it. to put it. I like that. I they don't know if it's it. like it. Yeah, is it like that here? Because in New York, it's very much that way. 
Sure. I mean, they, they're, they're excited. What I do like about the, we have a lot of great young comics upstairs. Right. Like, right. and I've been, and everywhere I work, I meet a new, a per, a new comic. Right. That's really like that. I'm like, wow, these, they're really putting the work in. Mm-hmm. Like millennials get a bad rap. They don't work. They don't this, they don't whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I make fun of them too. Cause it's fun. <laughs> but I, at the same time, I've noticed that the, they're really, looking up to people and putting the work in at least the ones that i've met that's great especially working the door here they they like know who they look up to this person they're like trying to model after this person but some of them are like you know i should be famous already and i'm like "Mm, that's not how it works like that doesn't just come like that no it takes i mean look around sebastian was i don't know he just started his success right and he's probably 20 years in easily yeah, easily if well, not more pete davidson know. was another one because you know and but <laughs> pete davidson you know he was he, he he for lack of a better word cute isn't the right word but i i understood why people were like oh he's you know yeah but he but, was funny yeah at the beginning he was more personality let's say so okay then, and so it just happened that I hadn't seen him for a while, <clears throat> and I was we were working together in some small room in Queens. And after the set, I, I went in to watch because you know I was I was on X, and I went in to watch. And after the set, because he was you know he was afraid of me because I probably reminded me of his, of his mom. <laughs> and um, uh, I went, come here, and he's like, oh, what did I do now? I said, you got strong. He goes, really? I did. See, that's I said, a big deal coming yeah, from you. I'd be I like, said, oh. you got strong because he was literally he was working four 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 sets a night. If you if you're going to do that. You will develop. Right. Or you won't, and then you need to quit. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> lots of you. But Please. what's interesting is, like, for me, I can tell you this 40 years in, I was just talking because I'm very lazy. Because I, you know, like I always say to people, I'm not, why, why do I have to go out and do a spots? My timing's pretty there. On. Yeah. Yeah. You mean now? Now. But you weren't lazy in the beginning. Oh, no, no. In the beginning, I was. No, 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 no. I yeah, was yeah. Yeah. But now, but but it just so happened last weekend, I ended up doing like three or four spots like over the weekend. And I was like, I need to do this again. Like I need to be out. You feel that. Yeah. Just for the. The rush. Yeah. And, and figuring out new stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it does help oh figure it out. Because like I did a uh, last night. I, I did the main room, right? right? It was packed. It was Sam Tripoli's Chaos Show, and it was packed. And right. the main room packed is beauty. Oh, yes, it is. The main room, when I normally go on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know, they put me on late, which is fine. I'll, I'll take the spot, you know, but uh, it, it, it's empty. It's half empty. Right, so it's right. a little bit of a harder right. get. The, the OR half empty, yeah, it's still fun. Right. Uh, but the main room is too big. To oh, be geez. half empty, yeah. so it's a it's a it's a struggle, but so I absolutely had a fantastic. I wanted to stay up there, like of I wanted course. to live there and right. never move. And then I was like, all right, sh- I got to go. And I had another show down the street at a bar, a new bar show that my friend is trying to push, and no one was listening. And I'm like screaming at these people. I'm like, what am I doing with my? Phone? I was just on the main room stage, right, right. but yelling and then messing with those people and trying to get their attention. I I came up with a new bit. And it, even though it was one new bit, it was I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. oh yeah, because you're forced to figure something out, right? It's not got, not every crowd's going to be a tit crowd right. that you could just win over and they're there oh, yeah. for comedy. Sometimes we interrupt people at a bar, 
Sorry. <laughs> but it, but the, I'm but, sorry. Were you eating? Yeah, you know, the, listen to this, yeah, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> but but what's fun? What's so great about? I love I love hearing that because there is nothing for me when I when I'm having even if it's like you said like it's two people or it's six people or they're not paying attention. That's when your all your synapses are yeah yeah doing all that. So so I even said to my husband, I said, I know I always joke around and say I'm lazy and I you know and I hate going out, but I really have to start going out more because <laughs> because you know it, it I you know I can't keep doing the same shit you know like the same right, material right. and and there's other things I'm I want to talk about. That's another thing about you that I noticed and I I didn't realize till later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, wor- waiting tables here work every night, so you see every act. Right, You're suicidal most <laughs> of the time, and I never knew from comedy really. Like I right. saw, si- my mom took me to see Seinfeld, I think, when I was nineteen. Right, and then I moved out here when I was twenty-one. So wow. I, I knew Seinfeld. I liked the show, cool, uh, but I didn't really like follow follow stand-up. I knew Pryor, of course, right. Eddie Murphy. My brothers would play dice in the basement. Because we weren't allowed to play it upstairs, you know, my mother would flip out. So I I knew that they were listening to shit, but I never got into it. And then I came here and watching every night and then just being floored by you and Judy. And you and Judy did something that not a lot of the rest of comics did. You switched up your stuff. And I, and I, and me and um, I became close with Paul Mooney yeah, and uh, who another one who you couldn't recite. And I came up with this thing. If I could recite a comic, then they're not doing their job. Right. Because it's it's just habitual. Right. And they're they have an act. And right. and, and like there were certain comics I'd be like, then you know, like that that's where he says this or yeah, here comes the sandwich joke. <laughs> Let me put the drink down because the punchline comes in a second. Wow. Like I had it to a fucking science. Wow. But with you guys, I couldn't do that. Like yeah. there was Dom Rare, there was you, there was Mooney, there was Judy. And you guys are the only ones that I remember changing your stuff up. Right. I like, I was like, oh, they don't have an act. Right. Because there was one comic, uh, well, a few, but this one guy, I remember one night, uh, nobody was here. And they were like, we're going to have to have him stretch. And the manager goes, what's he going to do? Start over? I was like, oh my god, that's brutal! Yes. But you see, that's, that might have to happen. That's that's a very sweet compliment because, um, uh, you know, for me, it's because I would get bored. Exactly, and, and you would think an audience would get bored right. too, right? So I would get bored. So and and well, you'll love this. So um, when I was in Crazy Girls in Vegas, so um, I only I would I come out I, at the beginning of the show. They do their first number, then I come out and welcome everybody. But then I would do ten minutes. And um, I, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Crazy Girls. It was Midnight Fantasy. It was the other one. Oh. Um, uh, Is that in Vegas as well? That was also in Vegas. And they were so used to, they knew they knew when I, like they knew my, my last bit. Okay. So they would just, they'd show up then. So just to fuck with them one night, I opened with my last bit. Nice. And you heard them. They sounded like fucking cows running on the stage because they were like, she's getting off. And I just I was like, you are you morons? Did you? I just got on stage, but I, I did it to fuck with them. Just I so, love that. Oh, it was great. Keep them on their toes. Oh, yeah. And then behind the curtain, you know, you can't, they could, the audience couldn't hear me, but you could hear them going, we're going to get you. <laughs> fuck you, Carol. It was so great. But yeah, I mean, like, I look, I, I in the last, I would say in the last... <clears throat> Excuse me. In the last maybe five years, I've gotten a little lazier in general. Just, just, you know. I think you've earned 
a little bit of laziness, no? I mean, okay, so wait, you started Pips in eighty. What? Why'd you leave New York? Um, I because oh, and well, I, I just think that's the the mecca for. Well, okay, because there was back in the day, like there was a there was a you you followed certain unwritten rules. Okay, okay, so I started at Pips, then I got past a Catch a Rising Star. Okay. Um, um, and then um, they they weren't really giving me a lot of spots. So I ended up at this tiny little room called Who's on First on 61st and 1st Avenue. Ooh. It's now a Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, I, I know the era well. <laughs> <laughs> right, like two blocks away from Dangerfields. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman, He and there was also a, a, a comedy club in a basement. Okay. And he, um, mm-hmm. his name was Peter Spellos, and he was my mentor, and he, he gave me spots every week, and he gave me what I, you know, that type of That nurturing. kind of love, yeah. yeah. So I was there, so I worked on my act, and so from there, what you what, what would happen back in those days is you'd get your act, and then you'd, you'd go out and you'd MC the Jersey gigs because that was the only to make thing money to make money. Got it. And then you'd move into featuring, and then headlining. I think I don't really. I'm sure that I did a lot of featuring and all that stuff, but at some point I became a headliner. Right. And then the rule was once you started working on the road, you had to move to LA to get TV spots. Right. And then Carson moved out here. Right. So that became the right, 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 right. So right. I moved out here. My best friend was living out here and and she said, You really should come out here. So I moved out here. I um actually What year okay. What year did I move out here? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, you're thinking of that. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. You know when it was? It was thirty two years ago. Because oh, okay. my niece I remember my oldest niece was uh, just born. That's how I do mine. My nieces were born when I moved here. <laughs> Two of my nieces, and they were like, you know, you left us. <laughs> I was right, like, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. she never forgiven me either. My, my right. Niece. Because she's like, why did you leave? I said, I figured your mom would take care of you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of her fucking job. But um, so from so that's so so it was thirty two years ago. Um, I want to say I want to I want to I'm trying to remember if I was if I I think I was working at the Laugh Factory for a while. Out here. Out here. Okay. I didn't become a store act. I, I'm trying to remember. Sam. Kinnison. Nice. Um, introduced me to Mitzi years before that. Because How'd you meet Sam? Just doing shows? <laughs> I love that. I love, I, you know, I, I, he was such a good guy. He was really a great guy. Like I. He had some nutty moments, but I get it. But he was. A lot of people that. He was a decent guy. Yeah. He really was. So the way I met Sam Kennison is when I was a young and a young and a catch a rising star, um, we would wait, you know, like, you know, because Robin Williams brought him in. Oh, okay. Okay. So we were all hanging out waiting to try to get on late night. And Robin goes on and does his stuff. And, you know, everyone knew at that point, well, but nobody's oh, getting well. on tonight. <laughs> and then he goes, Sit I want to bring on my friends, Sam. And he cleared the room. He cleared the room because he was Sam and nobody knew who he was yet. And they didn't get it. And they didn't get it. Oh, wow. So we literally, I did Jersey gigs with Sam. I did so many gigs with him. I, I mean, like we would drive out together. And I, I, I can't even remember who had the car because I don't. I, I didn't have a car. I'm assuming Sam didn't have a car. So That's funny. No, you know what it was? There used to be people, the gigs, the, the person who booked the gigs had a driver. They would pick you up at the old improv okay. and they would drive you. And he would clear, literally, he clears. I remember one time. I didn't know Sam was in New York. Wow. And he did. <laughs> I remember one Jersey kick 
where people were le- like they they hated he him. He was so headlining much. your feature. Yes, that's hysterical. He, people were literally standing up and going, "You suck! We hate you!" And they would leave, and we drive back like, "Well, that went well. Yeah, yeah that went well." You feel so, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so. So then he moved, you know, he moved here. We were still friends. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing a, a, a straight-to-VHS special called Women Tell the Dirtiest Jokes. Nice. It was me. So true, though. Right. Yeah. And so it was me, Marsha Warfield, Whoa. Barbara Scott. I don't know if you remember her. Mm-mm. She was around for a while. Patty Rossborough, Judy Tenuta, Lois Bromfield. Nice. Okay. Lois so one of my I, favorites, too. I called him. I, I must have called him on a regular phone because... And I remember saying to him, uh, you know, I'm coming out and I need to work on some stuff and, you know, I need to work spots out and everything. He goes, I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. And that's how he introduced me to Mitzi. And he came and held my hand while I taped this special. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But when he became famous, I, you know, I don't, when people get that big. Well, yeah. And it just gets different. They get different lifestyle. Right. And wildness and. Well, it's. Well, because you work with 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 Andrew, so you yeah. know, you know, there's a there they they don't change, but the people around them change. Absolutely, absolutely. And I never ever wanted to be a person that when you're famous, you have to help me. Right. Yeah. It's like they're responsible for your, and they're not, and that's right. not the way you should treat anyone. But it does happen, and I think a lot of times when people start getting things, like they might not change, but they also are like, Ugh, too many people are asking, so I'm just gonna stay over here. Right. You know, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do my shit right. and just focus on, you know, whatever, making a family or what, you know, and right. then do their thing. But the. The Sam, I did not, I never got to meet. Yeah. He passed in 92, unfortunately. But Carl LeBeau, I knew very, very well. Yeah. know very well. Yeah. And Carl did the podcast. And I thought they moved out from Houston together or Texas or something. Yeah, yeah. But so I forgot that he, I didn't know he went to New York first. Yeah. Because they came here and they were like basically homeless mm-hmm. and living, sleeping in the main room and stuff. And then robbing people as they came in the OR, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> but Good I've times. heard I've heard amazing stories about yeah. Sam, and then I've heard horrible stories about Sam. Oh, absolutely! But that's you know partying and shit like that. Well, when happened. you do that many drugs, yeah. When you do that many drugs, it, there's bound to be yeah some kind of. Somebody. I have to tell you this. Great but wait, did he get you a showcase here for me? He got he got Mitzi to see me. Wow, you know. But that you you're know. our first. Sam got us in the comedy store. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I I I I I have to be totally honest. I don't remember if that's when I passed. I think it was. Okay. You know because that when we did that taping, it was before I moved here. Okay. And you so, taped it in New York? No, no, we taped it at the L.A. Cabaret in Encino. Oh wow! Do you remember that? Club? Of course. Okay, so that's where we taped it. So I don't remember. One of the sweetest things. This is I'm I'm gonna get a little choked up. But one of the yeah. sweetest things we did. This is so silly. We were driving back. We must have been driving back from the comedy store. You and Sam. Me, Sam, and Carl. He was okay. <clears throat> and he he says he. Got, I don't know if it was Sam or Carl who said. I think it was Sam who said. He goes all right. So we're you know we're going up the four or five and we're about to hit the hill. Where you go in and you see all the valley. He goes, oh, he goes just I want you to see something because it's one of the coolest views in 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 Hollywood. In Hollywood, yeah, whatever is when you go up there and then you just see all the lights in the valley. And every time to this day, when I go over the four or five, I think of Sam. Oh, because it's like I remember that, you know. The but like, but 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 now, but we're talking. 
when L.A. Have... was cool. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't, it wasn't so congested. It wasn't. I know. But I still would rather be here than New York City. But that's. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm over New York. I'm I'll done. switch. Really? Okay, <laughs> you can live it. with my husband and my mother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> and my son who just moved back. Yay. Yay. Um, How old is your son? 28. There you go. So... <laughs> Millennials. Well, I, I have a joke in my act. I said, you know, I, I said, ladies, all men want to go back to their original home. Yes. And I literally said to myself... I like that you're pointing. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm pointing to my vagina. Um, and that... Well, you yeah, actually, we're on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, in there. And, 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 the t- and the punchline is, I know you want to go back to your original home, but this is a studio. You need a one bedroom. <laughs> you need to leave. Yes. You yes. got to get out now. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. his fourth time back. So anyway. <laughs> God bless him. Oh. My mom had 10 kids and she has two at home still. Still? <laughs> Are you kidding me? How old? Uh, 60 and 53, two, something like that. I, seriously? Seriously. I thought you were going to say like, you know, 25. No. And- no. Have they ever left? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and okay. then they came back. But I had an older sister who was pretty sick. And unfortunately, she passed away. But uh, she, they came to help. You know, it was like a help with my mom. Right. You know, my mom's not a kid and she's a single mom. Like, so they came, moved in to help with my sister. Right. And then wound up not leaving. So it's kind of like I'm. They never married, so I'm not upset that they uh, are there because right. my mom's 81, right? And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like they kind of take care of my mom. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it, and that's- but it, it, boys don't take care of anything. Just so you know that. Yeah. So sorry about that. <laughs> good oh, luck wow. with that. Yeah, you're still gonna have to. She go. She hung up on me today. She goes, I have to cook for Charlie's home, and I'm like. He's fifty. Like, oh my god! That's a st- and she's still in Philly. Is she still yes. in Philly? Oh. Same real home we grew up in. Oh my god, that's hysterical. Yeah, she's so. No funny. boys don't do anything. Not a thing. Literally, not a damn thing. He literally, my son literally came home. He's twenty eight years old. He's been with his living with a girl for two years. Okay, I mean, and you know, having you know, moves back home. The first text I get back from him: Is there any food in the house? <laughs> no. Go get your own fucking food. Are you crap? I, I I haven't seen you in two years. <laughs> now you're gonna you, you had a girlfriend who cooked yep. for you. Mm-hmm. Yep, they need that, and I think as mothers they overdo it and they send these kids out there. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm 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 totally I'm I'm I am I am one of the worst. I was yeah. I I totally take full. You're a Jewish respons- mother. I'm a Jewish mother. I take full responsibility for every millennial Sorry, in the United guys. States. It's my fault. I so- would have done the same. I yeah. got to be honest. Like yeah. I don't have kids. I've never got married. Whatever. But I, my nieces and nephews. Right. Uh, when they, I'm like, should I? Can I? You know. Right. 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 And uh, my niece comes to stay with me a lot. The one that. I, well, there's two of them that were born four months apart right. when I first moved here. Right. And so uh, one of them came to visit my sister's daughter, Alexa. She stayed with me for oh, a while. that's nice. And we look a lot alike, like uncomfortably a lot alike. And everybody was like, oh, my God, that's your daughter. And they're like, you left your daughter? What kind of person? I'm like, who would leave their kid? You what brought her here? Person? Yeah. And, so we're upstairs and they're like, oh my God, that's your daughter. That's ridiculous. I go, she's my niece. And they're like, no, you left your daughter. And I'm like, that's crazy. It's my sister's kid. I, 
I remember her coming out. Like I, I know you forget your labor pains, but I would remember that. I remember. Yeah, I would remember <laughs> shitting a watermelon. Yeah. Hello. Wow. And, she, and uh, I go, "We're it's my niece," and he, they go, "You have the same overbite." I'm like, "I have an overbite." Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> the dog became up. Wait, what? <laughs> it was. I was so pissed. But we do look a lot alike. Oh, that, like you, I still can't believe you brought your niece to the comedy store. So. Oh yeah, but she's not a kid anymore. Okay. Now she's 27. Now. Oh my god! Yeah, I, that's that is prime meat here. Yeah, in the comedy oh yeah, store. Well, when she was coming out, she was 22. Oh my god! Was, was she right out of college or 23, whatever it is? And oh, she came so out. She was trying to live here for a while. She did like, uh, you know, um, what is that when they study abroad, but you can do it within the states, right? As right, well. right, right. So they came. She was living with a bunch of girls um, from college, right in the valley somewhere, and uh, she, w- her, and her friends would come see me perform in Vegas. Oh, that's and they nice. would stay in Dice's suite and feel like, you know, big kids. <laughs> Look so it was that. fun. Yeah, yeah, they were like, Anna's Al's performing. She's a filthy mouth, but yeah. come see her. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I love that you're a filthy mouth. Yeah, I, I, it's, I mean, that's how I grew up talking, whatever. But I, right. that's what I say about you. Like, when I saw you, I was like, this is a person that, like, speaks freely and speaks about real shit. Right. Like, it's not... Uh, like an act do you know what i mean like the, but yeah my home, comics would do like an act yeah and they, it was like a and i not i watched that start weeding out yeah yeah like now a lot of comics um that were here back in the day right they'll come back and they'll be like you know i, I used to get spots here all the time I'm like that's awesome you know they're like i should get spots here my name's on the wall and i'm like i get that right but you still have to like it's changed it's evolved and right. you have to kind of change with the times there's like like Dami Rare still performs here Jimmy Schubert still performs those guys right. were back when I first started all the yeah, time um, you know the, the problem is they this is a business now whereas before with Mitzi it was a heart mm-hmm. and Mitzi just liked what she liked right and they were used to the heart and right. not well, the other the other problem um, with all of this is is that what the days you're talking about I, I I was literally just talking about this this afternoon with somebody. I was booked so I was I I, I was on the road probably three weeks every month. Of course, okay. Yeah. And but like if something fell out, like if I had a like if they called and said like the club burned down or whatever, you know, <laughs> I could pick up a phone on Monday and go, "Hey man, can you see if if I, is there any?" And within the next day, somebody would either switch out a comic or I right. would be able I was able to get my own work. Right, forever. Now, if you don't have a big agent or manager, you're not getting work on the road. You're just not right. And that's and the problem is is again with the businesses they want to sell tickets, right? And people don't spend money unless they know what they're buying, right? So there used to be they had faith in the club that they would book. Absolutely. And then the market got so oversaturated yes. and they started seeing tons of shit. Yes. Because there is a lot of shit out there. Terrible. But there's also some great. Right. You know, so it's hard to figure out what now these these YouTube guys or people, I should say, because there's guys and girls, they'll sell tickets. Right. But it's the worst show you've ever seen. In your life. Oh, absolutely. Especially when they try to do stand up oh. or just a appearance, a public appearance. I know. Eighty dollars to see somebody stand on stage. I know it's crazy, but they but sell the out. clubs yeah. sell it out, right. and they need the money. 
Right. They, they the lights don't stay on because we're funny. Well, and also what's happened is is there was a we you know we had the big I was there for the big comedy boom right you know? so there used to be and I always, I always I, and you were here and right. yeah so that's... so but you used to work the clubs used to the road work was Tuesday through Saturday or Wednesday through Sunday and you okay. got and you made a lot of money and every night it was full yeah like they they weren't giving away tickets no they were charging they, they were charging so they were able to pay the comics more money but then with with you know comedy central and, and the, the internet people are like why would i pay like like in, in in la and new york it's a different thing because you're coming to see a legendary like the comedy store or the seller you're going to go sure. spend the money but you know, for for most people who are going to come to, you know, it's people at least my demographic. You know, people who have kids and they have to pay for a sitter. They have to do exactly driving to the lot. So it's like two hundred bucks just to go out. Mm-hmm. You better be fucking good. A- absolutely, it better be the best fucking show you've ever seen because right. you're going to be pissed. Right, and they're not going to spend that money again because right. it's a hard earned money. Right, and nobody. What that's why they're like, oh, I saw that person on blah 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 right. whatever, and I enjoyed it. So maybe I'll. Mm-hmm. Spend the money here. And yeah. some clubs do give free tickets out. Oh, absolutely. But and that, that hurts it too. That hurts it real bad. Because then people go, well, if I'm not paying, how good could it be if it's free? Right. How right. good could it be if it's free? And it's like, you know, so many comics just want to work on their stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I literally, you know, I mean, like, I, somebody offered, I forgot what it was. They, they, somebody offered me a gig back east. And it was shit money, and 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 I did that. I didn't kill this person after this was the line. <laughs> well, I know it's shit money, <laughs> but it's good exposure. I'm like, no. okay, listen, um, I don't need exposure. I've been doing this for forty years. You know what I need? I need cash. Yeah, I need money. Hard okay, cash. Okay, pay me the money because I know what you're making. And that's y- a whole nother. Thing. Yeah, and that's the other thing. But that's that's a problem too, though. Is then you'll get comics. Who will undercut? Mm-hmm. And that's been going on forever. This isn't new. This is right. This has been going on since the beginning. You know, there, there's a, if you're getting if somebody says to if a if a if like a like you said you would you work at a bar so like if a bar show says to you like the Jersey gigs I'm going to give you a hundred bucks to and a comic walks to the producer and goes I'll do it for seventy five well the producer's going to go I'm not going to give you the I'm going to give him seventy five and pocket the twenty five right. That's that's just the way people are. That's the scam of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so unfortunately, it's it's affected people who actually work. Yeah, you know, this isn't a hobby for me and you. This is my job. No, this is it. <laughs> this is. I don't have a day job. That right. I, I I don't even think I qualify for one anymore. Yeah. The only thing I could do is go back to slinging drinks, but then I'd just be the evil waitress. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's a great sitcom. You and me yeah, as, yeah. as bitter old waitresses. Bitter old waitresses. And, you know, Mitzi used to call me Flo. And I was like, you bitch. Oh, that's... Like, well... And I, I mean, if you have to Google it, Google it. But it's from Mel's Diner. And I had never even seen the show. That's I was like, bitch, who's the, yeah, that that's... crazy lady with the pencil in her hair? Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. But she never got my name right. So when I first started, she'd be like, oh, I'll give that to Flo. And the managers would be like, who the fuck is Flo? And uh, the, like looking all over, they, there she is. And they're like, Eleanor? Like, <laughs> And she gave me a robe, but I'm a, it was for Christmas. I'm sure somebody gave it to her. I still have it, but it, it, I'm sure somebody gave it to her. The, the belt is missing. 
And it's a very nice robe, but I kept it because it's this funny gift from Mitzi. And she wrote to flow on the front of the bag. And I was like, that is amazing. Oh, my God. That is such a sweet. (laughs) And so uh, there was another time, like, we had waitress. Mitzi used to fire people. You know that. Were you guys clothed? Did you guys get? No, you know what? No. I mean, So some people were like that. Like, they just worked here. Right. Uh, She. Some people. We, like I said, she. We weren't. Cl- I, I can't say that we were close, but I know that she looked out for me. I know that when I moved to Vegas, she wasn't happy. Ah, uh, she would get mad when women left her. Right. Well, when comics left her, especially comics she liked. Right. Because, and I remember saying to her, I said, "I have this chance to raise my son and live in in Vegas and make money and make money steady and, and stay home." Uh, yeah. So and so I know that's the that, key. Yeah, she 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 was upset about that. But, you know, I mean, a lot of people were upset. They were yeah. so many people were like, "Why are you moving to Vegas?" I'm like, "I have a child." <laughs> After. I mean, that's that's the problem like the sacrifices that women have to make over men, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I my co-host Rick is a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. His wife is the uh, breadwinner, mm-hmm. if you will, like she's has a steady job, a normal job. Right, she works for E and is a, a producer. Nice, and so she she does pretty well, but it's a consistent. Right, she has health insurance. Oh yeah, we, oh yeah. Those we gamble. Are, those... We we roll the dice. Yes, <laughs> you may get a spot, you may not. You may get that show, you may not. Uh so so she's the boss, and she like he jokes and he says she's like a nineteen fifties house a husband. Oh, that's great. And so he's like a stay at home dad so he does all the day stuff and then at night he'll come do spots but he can't go on the road and stuff so it sucks so he kind of relates yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) which is weird but i get it women like having a kid what does your husband do my husband's a musician so there's never going to be any money It's a double negative. Yes. That's great. Yeah, Comic yeah. musician. Yeah. That's great. And, and the son's a musician. So, yeah. Yeah. So, never any money ever. So, only one kid. Only one kid. You moved to Vegas so that you could stay. So, I could raise him. But when you were here, like, who were the, or whatever, when you started, who were your peers that you were coming up with? Uh, uh, here? Yeah. Judy. Judy Gold. Judy Gold was here. I remember uh, Joe Rogan. Yes. Um, I always tell people that I used to have to follow Joe Rogan in the main room on a Saturday night uh-huh. after he would do his Tiger's fucking bit. Oh, like yeah. That. Of course. And then no I would have- No flowers, to- <laughs> no roses, no phone call- Yeah. All right! Uh, what are Because you would do this bit about having a helmet, too, I, and oh, like yeah. the girls would f- get fucked with it. Just because you put unicorns on the helmet doesn't make it girly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when I would wait tables, so it's like on a loop oh, yeah. in my head. But I, uh, but Rogan was one of them too. I, and, yeah. and, and I would have he to, got here in '94. Yeah, and I would have to follow him, and it was just like, fuck, fuck, you know. And and that and back then, so now you're talking '94, '95. So it was just before I moved to Vegas. We moved there in '96. There weren't a lot of women. No, and that's it, why you guys stood out to me. Yeah, and so, but you still. I mean, I didn't care. I was going to do what I did no matter what. But having to follow that, and I. And then have to come out and do what I did. It was oh, it always <laughs> took like it always just takes that extra. Yeah, but and I always say this too. That was some of the best experiences because and it you, makes you grow. Yes. Yeah. Because that's it, why I love working here because sometimes I have to follow the biggest comics in the world or right. a, a comic that just fucking annihilates. Like right. you have to follow Donnell Rawlings. You're 
You're fucked. Yeah. But he's yeah. terrific. I mean. But it's it, it it's so important to, to do that. To do that. Mm-hmm. It's so important because it, for lack of a better word, it puts hair on your chest. It yeah. really does. You know what I mean? It yeah, really no, makes you're right. You, because, and so many comics, when, you know, I relish following somebody who kills. Yeah. And being able to do well. Right. Because you just, you know, you know, if someone, you know, like so many comics used to stay in the back of the room and hope that you'd bomb. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, you know what? If you have to follow me after I bond, you have to get out of the shit that I just gave you. Yeah, you're in a ditch. Yeah. So why don't you hope that I do well so then you can do well? Exactly. Why can't people follow that wave? Like, they're... I'll bring up Rick again. He does, uh, he kills. Mm -hmm. And people hate following him. Mm -hmm. And there was big comics. And Rick's not like a a name. He's not a household name. He's not a big, he's not the big ticket seller. But he's the guy they put after Rogan all the time. He's the guy they put at, because they know he's going to. Right. He'll do the Keep it up. And, you know. Yeah. So um, people were complaining long ago. Like, I'm not following him. Don't put him on. So for about a year. They would just put him as a pop-in on the side, and they would wait for the comics that cried about him to go on, and then they put him on. Like, like that's crazy. Why would you not want to follow, ride yeah. that wave? Like, if I have to follow him, I get excited. Yeah. He does crowd work, and that is different. That is a different beast. Right. But you, there's still a wave you could jump on. You well, I don't understand. Yes, I, I don't understand why you, you follow that high. Right. Yeah, it's not like like I've I, I, and I've bombed after it, but whatever. You still take that risk, right? You don't pussy out. But <laughs> many comics should pussies, Eleanor. You're you absolutely right. You They're really that. sickening. And but like, so you had to follow Rogan, right? Who is it? Judy. I remember Mitzi would put you early though. For yeah, some... because I always asked her to. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I remember because she would always be like, Carol, can you do New Year's Eve? I'm like, if I can get home before 11 o'clock. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be on the roads driving home, you know? And she always, she always, yeah, I always went on early. Because even back then, I was But lazy. I just, I, I could see you on the stool, like doing your nails during the doggy <laughs> style joke. And I'm like, yes! It was like 9, yeah. 9.30, yeah. whatever it yeah. was. But yeah. that was rare to see. That at that no at that hour uh that uh, early language yeah, yeah. whatever because yeah. she would try to make it especially in the main room where she would do more variety right so like Janice Hart would open Janice Hart oh my god love Janice Hart oh my but god. she would yell at me every time come here can I talk to you for a second can I talk to you for a second and I'd be like hey Janice what's up and I knew it was coming and she you, you can't serve drinks when I'm on you, you know I go Janice you're first. You understand you're first. The co- the audience just got here. I have to put a drink down. Mitzi makes money on the drinks. Not you. You have to calm down now. And then she would get right in my face. But it, 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 you have to wait. And then when I'm done, I, I, when I do the bit and, and. Oh, my God. She was amazing. But oh. she was brilliant. She was great. And then it would be maybe like an Argus. Maybe. Okay. And then Val Pappas. Right. Brilliant. Val Pappas. Uh, Monica Gaines. Wow. Excellent. Yes. Uh, characters. Yes. They, uh, well, uh, Val did like variety yes. singing, yes, m- much remember. like Janice. But, uh, she, and Val was great. I can remember her whole act. Ca- um, Carol Siskin. Mm-hmm. Um, those were like the early 
nice me. Yeah, right. So I was blowing this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nick DiPaolo, Dom Irera, you know, John Mulroney. Right. Whatever, like that kind of mix. Sherry Shepard, Retha Jones started mixing in. Like, the, it was cool. I mean, like people say there wasn't a lot of women, but I remember right. a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because they stood out to me, but... The well, lineups, Mitzi used to pepper them. Oh, she always did. She was she was the first one to ever do that. Yeah. You know, she really she really wanted to, you know, prove that we could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so she was always, I mean, I'll always, I mean, to me, you know, she was, she, yeah. she was wonderful to me. So, you know, but it, it is. It, but you were a straight, hardcore comic is what right. I mean. Like the, the main room, she like did variety stuff right. and mixed it up a little bit but to see that like early i always like i was like yes i don't know why it just got me excited well, like, we, we, and it made the audience more excited yeah. to be honest like i i could sell drinks when the show's funnier right and 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 that's joe rogan always jokes and tease about how i would go through the lineup like the people would be like hey who's funny i'm like well right here you want to go to the bathroom <laughs> you're gonna want to start shooting up around here because <laughs> there were some stale oh yeah that mitts would throw in there and i'd be like oh, fuck how am i gonna get through this well because she was she was very she loyal. was good to be again she, she was, it goes back to the heart right it wasn't about tickets like i i was her assistant for five years and there was times like if she would have missed a check uh you know to the bank she would have lost the building right and she mortgaged everything she could think of oh, yeah. she when she sold crest hill we were having a real hard time selling it. And I said, Mitz, don't get mad, but I'm going to bury a statue of St. Joseph upside down in the front yard. What? I go, St. Joseph, I'm Jewish. I go, I know. I get it. I Just let me do it. She goes, don't do it. I, All right. So I went up. You did it. Did it. Sold three days later. She goes, wow. I'm not converting. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great but it worked yeah, i don't wow. know why but yeah. whatever but i'm just saying like her was all heart mm-hmm. now it's all business oh it absolutely there's a fucking is. hr department we're like oh come on guys. i know it's maybe i've got comics are fingering waitresses still but they just don't report it <laughs> well you know the reason most male beca- male comics become comedians is for the waitress pussy of course you jimmy know. schubert said how do you get a comic card pick up a tray <laughs> I don't know if it's Jimmy's, but you never know with Jimmy. You never know with Jimmy. <laughs> but I remember, I remember there was one club in Pittsburgh. It was the Funny Bone in Pittsburgh. Whenever I would work there, there was this one waitress, and she would come up to me and go, do you know? And like I said, I don't remember the name. She go, do you know so-and-so? Right. Uh-huh. He's my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, Is honey. He? He, he has a girlfriend. You're like, you're, the way she would go, he's my boyfriend. And I knew that this guy had Aww. a girl in every fucking city. Sure. But the way she would he's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because that was it. It was waitress pussy and cocaine back in the 80s. Did you get any groupie, guy groupies? Nah. Isn't they it weird how they don't do it to us? No, they don't. Not as much. I get some. Really? Yeah, I oh, get I'm some. Very, well, that's exciting. But men are just creepier nowadays <laughs> yeah yeah we could have a whole conversation about that yeah. but um i remember one time i was doing a college um with actually carol Lee and joy behar so this is early 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 wow. in my career and there was a kid I, I don't know if he he just had the hugest crush on me i think he was one of the students that was like running the room but he never left my side like he was here <sighs> the entire That's show weird. i was like calm down calm yeah, down back up. calm down i know these are awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> but calm down. But yeah, no, I was, uh, you know, I was, I've been with my husband pretty much since I started stand up. Right. So like I tell women, like everyone wants to know if I have a Me Too story. And I'm like, no, because they, there's a bro rule. Like they knew I was, even though this was the most offensive thing in the world, but to them I was taken. Right. So they didn't want to start with me. Right. And they probably just respect it. You're, you have a strong presence. Kind of. And I kind of hate saying that. I'm sorry, ladies. But like, it's true. When women are like meek and, you know, right. like no one bothers me because I'll strangle them. I'll right. kill someone. I've yeah, had, oh, my God. I'm a horrible street fighter. I, right. I was a, a I'm a wrestler. dirty fighter. Right. I'm a dirty fighter. I'll hit you with a couch. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm not a smart person. I'm Irish. You know, we fight first. Think yeah, later. Yeah. Like, I, I will stab you with a fucking pen. Exactly. Yeah. Like right in the throat. Right yeah. in the jaw. Yeah, I'll not even think about it. Yeah. Like, and, oh, and I'm people, sorry. Look at you squirting. <laughs> Who's the squirter now? You know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I was raised with six brothers. Right. So. Yeah. I don't, you know, like I don't want to put down women. What? What? Yeah. Women I don't. I, I, that's what I'm not saying. Yeah. No. I, feel, but. 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 That. Man up, bitches. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That I do I, I mean like I would if anybody ever Yeah like exposed themselves to me, I'd be like, put it away or you're not gonna have it anymore. Well, I would fucking laugh hysterically and be like, You're serious with that fucking thing? Right, right. Yeah, like be, you don't be afraid of it. Mock it. Right. Ruin his fucking whole existence. Right. And but some women are like, Oh my god, it's a penis. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do with a penis? It's it's it's, and it's probably not even hard yet. So yeah. So if you do mock it, then it becomes small again, and then it's yeah, really watch not it scary. Go inside, <laughs> <laughs> like a little turtle head. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like a, a Me Too story, I would never think you would have just because of your presence. Like I, to me, I that's why I was attracted to you. Not that way, but you know, I'm Thank not gonna. You. Start feeling you up in the basement, <laughs> like that hasn't happened. How'd you come up with your first bit? Um, <laughs> but yeah, right. How's that? But uh, that's what I was going to ask. Like, as a woman, how hard is that? Like, you have a son, you raised your son, right? You have to do that. What you know? What's some advice you would give to women who ha- go through that? Like, the, there's a lot of young comics. There's a girl going on at one a.m. that's pregnant, as pregnant as they come. Oh my god! And she's so cute, and she's so good, and and she's a, oh, wow, and she's so pregnant. And I'm like, my heart breaks because I'm like, I don't want to lose her. <laughs> she's good. Her name's Rachel Mack. She's phenomenal. She's young, and she's wow, you know, you know, I, normal. I mean, yeah, she's gonna well, have a baby. You know, I was just so determined. I, I I really like when I look back at everything. I was I never took no for an answer as far as being a comic and being a woman and being and a mother and a mother. So I uh, one time I'm on the road with my son. He's literally in the car seat, oh, and I go wow. I, I'm somewhere in I think it was in Washington State, and it was a bar. You know, I was making two hundred bucks or whatever, and I come in with my kid, and the bouncer says to me, "You can't bring the baby in here. He's a minor." And I went. Uh, do you think he's going to order a drink? Yeah, what do you think he's going to get? And so he was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't bring the baby in. I said, well, I'm the comedian and I'm the show. So why don't you go tell your manager that you're not letting me in because I'm going home. And like two minutes later, the guy came out and was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, and I mean, I, 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 that, that the things I did with my son. God bless. I mean, I, I literally would, I, 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 Put at the uh, the Pittsburgh Funny Bone, the first place I went with him when he was an infant, and 
I always assumed that the other comic would watch my baby. So nobody was watching him. And so I asked the bouncer, this pierced and tatted <laughs> ape, to watch I'm my son. Obsessed with you. Yeah. And and so I go and do my set and I'm still breastfeeding. So like I'm waiting for them to start Squirting. leaking. I go running upstairs to the office where he was with That's the baby. That's commitment, people. Yes. And I, I, I walk in. I, I'm thinking now the kid's already been sold to white slavery. You of know course. I mean? And he, th- you're, this is such a sweet story because I, I walk in and so here's this monster and he has my son in the in the car seat and he's doing this and he's rocking the car seat. I'm like, what are you doing? What What are you doing? He goes, oh, he's crying and I didn't want to take him out of his car seat, so I was rocking him. <laughs> like, like this monster. Awesome. It was it, it, like the things that I did. Like I look back now, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I got away with that shit. But it was here every night, too. Like, yeah. I don't know if you remember Kim Tavares. Yes. Okay, Kim Tavares had a son, Cameron Torrey, who's now doing stand-up. And his, both his parents are comics. But Kim worked here more. Mm-hmm. Joe was always on the road mm-hmm. doing movies and stuff. And so Kim would come in with Cameron. She'd be like, ah, can you guys watch him? <laughs> so the waitresses would take turns right. watching Cameron. Sometimes the comics would come back. So he basically grew up in the kitchen. Oh this yeah, poor kid. Oh yeah, and it, now he's back doing stand up. Yeah. And every time he comes in, he's like, "I'm 25." I'm like, "No one likes you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't that... need to age me like that, but wow. I get it. Wow. But yeah, so that's like you know, a lot of the comics would bring their kids. Lydia yeah. Nicole would bring her daughter. Yeah. Like that, and we like just in the kitchen, like give her a book. Well, right. The comics will. I mean, the waitresses will pay attention. The oh, yeah. bartenders are back I here. I was lucky because my husband would watch him. So I didn't ever, I don't okay. think I ever brought him here. I don't. Oh, smart, yeah. But I you, don't, your husband's a musician, so he works nights too yeah. then. Well, he was working, he was doing a day gig at the time. Okay. I did remember one time I brought him backstage to Crazy Girls. The first okay. time. <laughs> and he was He's like, probably like. That's exactly how he looked. And they were all, they would call, yeah, obviously they, sure, they were wearing their robes. But they were He's like. like yeah. <laughs> Give me some. But they were all in full makeup and they all came up to him and they all kissed him. So he was covered like in this red, red and he walked out like, I really like those girls, mom. I was like, okay. <laughs> I bet you do, you little shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, but I never brought him, him. I never brought him to any of this stuff, really. One time I brought him to Houston mm-hmm. with me. I used to I used to take him like up until he was about nine months old. I took him on the road with me. Yeah. So I'm in Houston, and we used to do this little party trick, where um uh, uh we would say, "Hey Lane, where's your dick?" And my kid would grab himself. It was a cute little thing we used to do. Love it. Right. So I'm in Houston, the uh, and, and I'm doing my show, and they and one of the comics brings him up after the show, and I introduce him. I'm doing my. I'm still there. I'm. Getting ready. I said, "This is my son." Everyone's like, "Oh, you know, because you know, comics. Sure, anything for an applause break. Bring yeah. the kid up." <laughs> so uh, look at this. <laughs> so one of the comics yells, "Hey, show him the party trick!" So he's sitting on it. So I said, "So I go, hey, Lynn, where's your dick?" And he grabs himself, and everyone's, "Ah, this is so funny!" And I make it. I think the line I used to end with, "Well, if that's the worst thing that you know that my son my does son, in my yeah. life, I've done a great job." Good night. And everyone's like, ah. "Yeah." Next day. I get a phone call in the condo from my manager. What did you do to your son last night? Some person got offended. Got well, some person got who was in the audience told her friend what I had done. And the friend threatened to have my son taken away from me. Oh my god. She wasn't even at the show. There was a cop at the show. 
because they had to have a cop in Houston, you know, like at, at all the shows. I did not. I mean, yeah. what did you do to your son? What did you God, do to I hate son? nosy people. Yeah. What did you do to your son? And yeah, I actually, today you might have lost. You might have been yelped out of existence. Like we made my mom joke about that. She's like, honey, the way they call child services. She goes, I saw a story on the news. They told me what this lady did. And I said, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that more than once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they actually hid my son. In the, no. the they because we weren't sure if they were gonna if the cops were gonna come in. Oh, I thought you meant like as a prank to you. That would be amazing. no, no, no. <laughs> like where's my handbag? Oh yeah, where's my son? Where's my son? No, they the manager of the club hid him in his office because they were worried that they were gonna come take him. Oh my yeah god yeah, that is some crazy shit. Crazy. And I actually found out. I found the phone number of the woman who complained, and I called her. Yeah, I actually because she goes I she was southern and she was like, well, you know, we in our in in this state we in don't our phony state. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't like stuff like that. That's that's offensive. And I said, let me tell you something. Sweetheart. Let me guess, you're Christian, <laughs> twat. I said, you know, the reason I tell my son about his penis is because there's creeps in the world that would touch him because he's a little boy, and that's why I did it. You cunt. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, I still don't think." I said, "You know, you could have had my son taken away from me." I lied to her. I said to her, "I said he's already back on a plane. My husband came and got him." I said, "But you could have had my for what? For a joke?" Yeah. And she, you know, and then I cursed her out and hung up. Good for you. Yeah. yeah I, I, was... I see. You're a better person than me. I would have got her address. <laughs> I would have been a problem. I would have caught a case on that one. Because I hate when people intervene. For no reason. Yeah. Like, I've seen women in, and nowadays more than ever people do it. But like, my mom would smack us in a supermarket. There's 10 of us. She's a single parent. She's got to hit somebody. Somebody's getting hit. Right. So, you know, now I saw a lady yell at her kid and a woman walked over and was like, you shouldn't talk to your child like that. Wow. It's going to, and I was like, Dude, you're gonna lose your life. What are you crazy? Because yeah, yeah. my mother would have get right. the fuck out of it, you know. Oh like, yeah. I mean, she wouldn't have said that, but she would have been like, "Mind your business," right, you know. Like right. she don't curse my mom. She's a lady. Oh, she's a lady. Yeah. We. She just gave birth to ten monsters. Yeah, I was gonna say she must be so <laughs> proud. Monster. Yeah. She goes, Eleanor, you gotta stop with that joke. Every time I do a joke, because I used to do a joke where I'd say, uh, "I have nine brothers and sisters," and. I walked out or something like that. But I would say maybe if you would have swallowed once in a while, wouldn't be so crowded in here. Now, why do you tell people I do that? I go, no, no, you're missing the joke. <laughs> you didn't do that, mom. That's why I'm saying that. Your mom. I have to meet your mom. She She's sounds like so a- cute. I'll bite her face off. Yeah, she hung up on me to make dinner for my brother. So <laughs> my elderly brother. <laughs> but so wait, okay, so now you're... Uh, here and you moved to Vegas. Yes. How long did you stay in Vegas? Ten years. Wow. Ten years. That's great. If you ask my son where he grew up, he'll say Vegas. Yeah. He was born in. He was born at St. Joseph's in Burbank. Here. Okay. And we moved here. Uh, we moved away from when he was four. We stayed till he was fourteen, and then we moved back to New York. Okay. Yeah. So Vegas was great. Vegas. I would. I would go back to Vegas in a second, if they paid me. Yeah. I mean, if the, and there's so many comedy clubs in I Vegas because the, the entertainment, right? you know, it's so much cheaper right. to have a comic. Oh, my God. Uh, than to have people flipping around or whatever they do over there. And uh, then also, so you were Vegas 10 years, then you went back to New York? Went back to New York. Um, and there was still only one woman on a show. Okay. And it was, it had changed so much. And Sharippa 
used to help book me, you know, yeah. like he was trying to help me book and everything. And then, you know, he became famous and, you know, that happens. Well, he got out of there. Thank yeah, God. He did. Cause he, he really wanted out. Oh, I know he did. Yeah. You know, we, we ended up like, this is really interesting. We, we end up, we went, he was a year younger than me. So we went to the same high school. Oh, okay. I was the cheerleader. He was the thug. Oh, <laughs> big cheerleader. Yeah. But you know, like, but he's like, he's he's my what I call I I, I guardian angel is the wrong thing, but he's like my lucky, you know, because yeah. he, if it wasn't for him, I would not have I would not have done these ten years in Vegas. Right. He got you on. He uh, was the entertainment director then. Right. For crazy girls, but right. was where was the other show, or was that in the well? Riviera? No, no, no. So, so he was the entertainment director of the Riviera. Mm-hmm. So this is, I, I've been very lucky with people because I went when it used to be the Improv. Um, yes, I remember he had the sign in his office. Right, <laughs> he, threw, he used to shit on the Improv. Right. So he so and Bud would never headline me. Oh, he would never headline. So I always because go, of here or be, just because he just wouldn't headline. Okay, because he, sometimes yeah, controversial. He, no, he comedy just, store back in the day with Mitzi. Yeah, and him. no, no, I, it would, but it, but he just wouldn't. He was right. just yeah. And I'm telling you, the day that they took it over, my manager got a phone call and said, well, "I won't put Carol in the headline." That's what a type of man Sharipa is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Sharipa, one of my favorite people. He's a good boy. I would send him comics, and he'd be like, you got to stop with this fucking comic. <laughs> <laughs> I know a, a great thing was one time I went with a f- two of my friends, two waitresses here. One of them started doing comic comedy, and um, she was terrible. When I tell you terrible, terrible. Okay. And I'm not good at lying. Mm about that like i can't right. pretend i'm not gonna right. fake it for you and uh she would be like what do you think and i'm like just don't ask me i'm too jaded that was my thing right so then sharipa got us rooms because it was somebody's birthday maybe the other girl anna or mine i don't know but sharipa got us rooms so we were partying in vegas and she said to him i'm a comic and he goes oh really because eleanor is she funny and i looked at steve and i was like fuck this bitch just put me on the spot in front of Sharipa and I went she's new and he looked at her and he went Eleanor just told me you're not funny (laughs) (laughs) I was like you motherfucker (laughs) that's great well I wasn't wasn't wrong (laughs) he would tell comics that when you work there he would you know because it was always an hour show and he's like all right you're doing 20 not 19 not 21 you're doing 20 (laughs) yeah Doug Stanhope told me that not not eleven oh four, not eleven oh five. Oh yeah, and 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 there was a a friend of mine who he got. There was a con. He he got into it with Steve, and he wasn't performing there. He was coming to visit me. Oh Jesus! And 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 he just got into it with. To this day, when I see Steve, he goes, "How's your friend, fucking Steven? I'm like, Are "Oh you yeah." If me? it's a negative thing, he brings it right <laughs> he up. Ari Shafir and uh, Steve Ranazizi, I sent them. They both got banned from the Riviera. I have no idea what they did. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> well, let me think. What could they have possibly done? <laughs> Jesus. I, but I mean, Mike, Rick, I mean, there's a million people that would go there uh, that were crazier than these right. two at the time. Right. Like now, I get it. But back then, they were like these... They were door guys here. I can't. They don't even know what they did. Yeah. And I'm well, like, I, yes, you do. But I think they were stealing drink tickets. I'm not sure. Wow. It could have been anything. I had one time. So when when I was doing Crazy Girls, it was Crazy Girls mm-hmm. with your comedian, Carol Montgomery. Right. 
So this guy who was a friend of an, ugh, I'm so bad with names now, but he started calling Steve and leaving messages on his office phone about wanting to work there. But like leaving messages and they were getting nastier and nastier and nastier. Oh, and Jesus. And one of the times he goes, you know, Carol Montgomery told me to call you. Oh, don't so do I, that. I, I So, yeah, first of all, I, people know this about me. I, I, You can always say to me, did you recommend somebody? Because I don't recommend anybody. If I'm going to recommend somebody, I'm going to pick up the phone and go use this person. Same. So, so Steve calls me and starts screaming at me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know this guy. He was a friend of a friend. Yeah. And I said, Steve, look out the window. What does it say on the sign? He goes, uh, Carol Montgomery. I said, yeah, anybody could have just said, oh, I know Carol Montgomery. I said, if I haven't told you <laughs> that, yeah. that, that this person is. Yeah. So uh, a comic from New York did that to me a couple of weeks ago. He came out and he went to the booker here and said, I work with Eleanor and she recommended me. And the booker looked at, said, looked at him and said, if Eleanor recommended you, I'll give you a guest spot right now because he knows me and he knows I don't I will call him. And I don't do it often, but right. I will say, hey, right. see this comic. Right, right. Or don't see, you know, or he'll text me, do you know this person? Right. And I'll give the truth. Right. So I, I was so mad at that person. And they were like, I hope I didn't offend you. And I just never responded. Good. I'll, I'll just, that person doesn't exist. Like, no. I can't, don't ever take someone's name that, it, like, a vouch, I'm from South Philadelphia. Vouching is a big thing for exactly, us. exactly it is an east coast like yeah you it don't, is a big thing yeah and just and so anyone watching please do not do tell not. anybody that you know me because <laughs> I, I will i even say that to my son you don't know me no you don't know me you don't kid. know me so now you're back in new york and you started what by the way congratulations because that showtime show oh, is thank you excellent thank seriously you. Excellent. and congratulations to you for doing the degenerates the ringers, the, the ringers. degenerates. I'm hoping to get on okay. this year. I but knew the it was ringers, one of them. The ringers. But you know what that is? That's God whispering in your ear that I'm going to get the degenerates See? this year. Hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like the degenerates too. But it's called the ringers with oh, Bill right. Burr. Oh, okay. But still, it's a short whatever. That's a killer. Uh, I was thrilled just to be a part of it. But what you did was something extraordinary because one, people don't hire women. No, uh, uh, as much. No, and the, it's. We constantly have, are you funny? Like as a woman, are there other funny women? I don't like, I don't usually like funny women, but I like you. No, thank you. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, I love when people say, you know, I go to shows all the time and I never laugh at women, but you made me laugh. You made go me laugh. Fuck go fuck yourself. yourself. Exactly. Don't go even... to more shows. Pay attention. There's plenty of fucking funny women oh, out absolutely. there. Oh, absolutely. But what you did like, and, and then add age into it and we really get pushed oh, to the yeah. side. Yeah. So like I've I've showcased for people and I'm in my 40s and people like and I don't care. I'll say it out loud. I don't give a fuck. Right. And people come up to me. Wow, you were terrific. Thanks, man. You know, agents, manager all the time. How old are you? And I'm like, I'll be dead after this conversation. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about me. How old are you? Like they're like literally in shock. Right. Do, right. do people age? Like right. what? Well, I, I'm going to be 62. Oh, and I love that you say that. And I also yeah. listen to um, uh, Carol King's uh, In My Living Room. Right. And she starts out with, because I'm 62. Oh, I, <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, I wow. Like, I, I, I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. No, I, 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 what happened was is 
when I hit 50, I went, oh, shit. You know, for the because the, the calls stop coming. Yeah, and the, and the and the work. It's almost like we pass. Oh my god! It's 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 it, it's it, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I and I, I wrote about it in a, on a blog, and basically I said, you know, when you watch Harry Potter, you go, wow, that invisibility cloak is so cool, and then you turn fifty, you're like, oh, oh, there it there is. There it is. <laughs> So around my mid fifties, I started to uh, develop and direct uh, solo shows, okay. and um, because I do like being on the other side too. Yeah, and um, I directed Jim Florentine solo show and a couple of other comics from New York, and uh, so I was starting to do that. But then I always wanted to go back to stand up. Then around fifty eight, I, I want to say yeah, probably about four years ago, my mother in law, which that's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> She had a stroke, so I, I didn't want to go on the road. And, and my husband was just starting to work on, on a Broadway show because he works on Broadway. So I, I said, I'll, I'll get a job. So I ended up working behind the scenes at a, at a music agency that just wanted to start doing comedy. Okay. So for about six months. And, and this, is, this is the turning point in my life because I was working hard for these comics. And I'm like, why am I working fucking hard for not myself? Right. And so basically... Um, I, 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 I was there for about six months. I had a great time. I, the, the person who ran the agency, the head of the company, his company, loved him to death. Um, right. And then I, I left with all this great knowledge. And then I was doing a podcast with a couple of other older female comics. And I remember being on the phone with my husband. I was walking to the train station. And I went, we had the best time. We laughed. We told jokes. Women listen. Mm-hmm. You say something, I say something. There's none of this running over that guys do. I think this should be a show. And then I started writing a list of all the women I knew over 50. And it was close to 200 women. Wow. Yeah. And so from there, I mean, you know, we uh, we did the live show. We met with uh, Showtime in December. We did a uh, showcase in February. Which big ups to Showtime. Oh, Showtime is, yeah. I can't even. Brilliant. They, that, they had the balls to do this. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking, I keep waiting for the call. Like, uh, we made a mistake. No. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, you, I get it. I we, get it. Comics will always understand when I say that. We wait for the other shoe to drop. Right. We live uh, in the negative. We yes. absolutely do. And so the fact that they went, we get this, was amazing. For an exec, yeah. He, and they, he's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, 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 and so and that's how it happened. And wow. then we did the first special, you know, with Fran Drescher and Lynn Coplitz and um, Vanessa Hollingshead, Carrie Louise and Lunell. Vanessa was great. Lunell's great. I know all of them. Yeah. Vanessa, I only knew of. Right. I never met her. Right. Right. So good. Yeah. Lynn, I, I, she's terrific. Yeah. And Carrie Louise. She, Carrie Louise, I didn't know at all. Yeah. But terrific. They all. It was great to watch. Thank you. Because my, my favorite thing about, like, I'm very cocky about the show because I always say that I can leave, like, for the live show, I can leave because I know the girls are going to do their job. So yeah. I don't have to worry. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's people that want to be on the show. And I'm like, you don't understand. This isn't about just your age and being a woman. Right. This is about the years of experience that women. Absolutely. You, you know, that you can just. Do a job. Go yeah. out, hit your mark and do your 10 minutes and fucking crush. Yeah. And that's, you know. I know. I didn't know Fran did stand up. Fran dress. She, she had, we talked, yeah, Fran Drescher, we actually talked about it and she said, Carol, she goes, you know, I I haven't done stand up, but I, you know, she's so fucking funny. She was great. And she would sit like when she's on the Tonight Show and she'd go, Johnny, I'm going to tell you a story. And she'd do that. And so she, and she wrote her own material. She co-wrote it with her, her, her ex-husband who they, they created the nanny. She crushed. 
Now, yeah. the second show is Caroline Ray, Carol Leifer. Great. Thea Vidal, Tammy Pescatelli, Julie Scotty, and me. Amazing. Yeah. So that's Tammy's good. one of my favorites. Tammy, too. Yeah, Tammy's yeah, blowing up big time. But see, that's the thing. It's like she's still kicking ass. She's still out there right. working. Like, and people, because she's 50, like, it's right. like she fucking died. Right. She's still funny. A guy in his 50s, right. they still buy a fucking ticket to go see. Right. Most of these comics don't hit men comics aren't hitting until they're in their 50s you know how many guys have come up to me and go why don't you do men of a certain age it's because that's the whole fucking business yeah seriously you really think bill burr needs my fucking help to do a, a show about right. his age bill's 50 uh, rogan Gaff- 50. gaffigan's 50 gaffigan's in his 50s but these guys burr kreischer tom segura that i don't know if tom's 50 but uh he might still be in his right. early 40s but right. whatever he's i'm saying they're not hitting until this age now because it's so hard. And and all of these guys are great. And they right. have a fucking ton of uh, years under their belt. Right. And aren't hitting until a right. certain age. So why are we dead at a certain age? Well, because that has to so do So I with- think it's great. Thank you. And I'm hoping that, I mean, there we have other ideas for it. We want to do it as, as a documentary. We want to, mm-hmm. because it's not just about the women doing stand-up. It's all about the stories. Sure. You know, like when you were talking about with the, the babies. Being a stuff. mom. Fucking well, Carrie, that. The story that Carrie says, is she goes that somebody yeah. called her. She said she was in the booking room. And they uh, they said, oh, we just had a fallout. And so, so the the assistant said, well, why don't you call Carrie Louise? Oh, no, no, she's got kids. She won't be able to do it. And then he goes, what about so-and-so? Oh, yeah, he just had a baby. We'll use him. <laughs> it's That's what I mean. The double standard the is... The double standard is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Yeah. And the fact that you did that and then now created this for like Thank the you. second leg of the tour, if you will. Thank you. You know what I mean? I well, mean, you can never you know, I, not kicked ass. I, I would like you to do the show sometime too. Sure, I'm almost fifty. We'll yeah, get, I'm up there. Okay, I'm getting there. Good. I don't I, like I said. If I make it to fifty, <laughs> no, but I because what, what, one once I decided because I have a lot of friends in their forties too. Mm-hmm. Once I opened it up to the forties, there's like five hundred women. We could do a series for ten oh, years. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's ten right. years, and like, not even blink. And the stories will all be different. Mm-hmm. Every story is different. I mean, I always feel like I cheat because I didn't have kids. I didn't right. do the, you know, the real route. I kind of mm-hmm. like people always say, all right, like I was doing Burt Kreischer's podcast and he goes, uh, so you wake up, you have no kids, you have no responsibility. What's your day like? And I go, glorious. <laughs> like, what, the fuck? what is that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have cheated, but uh, whatever. And yeah. I started late. I didn't start till I was thirty-five. Right. So now I'm thirteen years in, and but you, you know, know what? Like, like the, it's interesting. Like, I, 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 I didn't want. I say that I want a big family on my stage, but I'll, on stage, but I'm lying. But I, I no. mean, I wanted my kid. I was very happy with my kid, but one like I didn't do military stuff. Like they always wanted me to go overseas and do military. Oh, I want to do that so bad. Really? My oh, dad's that's a good Marine. To know. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll let people. My whole know family's that. in the uh, service. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a it's 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 a great thing to do. You know, it's a lot of fun. But yeah. I didn't leave until he was eighteen mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure he was okay. I didn't want to leave. Of him. course. And by the way, but if you I ever want your that. teenage son to talk to you. Go six thousand miles away because I literally they they had free phones. You, the the, the servicemen could call their family for free. So I'm like, I'm gonna call my son because I hadn't spoken to him and I'm a Jewish mother. I pick up the phone and he's like, so don't be mad. That's the first thing he says to me. Six thousand miles away. I'm like, what happened? He goes, well, I got drunk 
and I ate a bad hot dog, so I threw up, and I was like... <laughs> and he li- literally, the time limit is supposed to be 10 minutes. I'm on the phone with him for 15 minutes. I said, I have to get off the phone. There are men that are fighting for our freedom that want to talk to their moms. <laughs> but mom, I threw up. <laughs> That's amazing. That's my son. I, uh, why, why, I have another brother, a younger brother, my only younger brother, that uh, he drinks... And lately, because he's in his 40s now, he's older, uh, he can't handle it. And he's been throwing up and he won't clean it up properly. And my mom's like, comes down and she's like, really? Really? In your 40s, you're still not being, you're still not able to clean up after you throw up? So your mom has to clean? Yeah. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Have boys. Go ahead. Have boys. Don't have sex. (laughs) Seriously, it's not worth it. Pull out. Pull out. No, we spray all over the stomach. (laughs) Just don't have. Or the face. It's good for the skin. Very good for the skin. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I use. Yes. Anyway, you're absolutely amazing. Thank you. I wish I could stay longer, but I have to get my car. I know. But can I come back sometime? Anytime. Anytime. I I want Rick to meet. Like, I literally, like, he goes, Oh, yeah, you love that lady. Like, he doesn't even know because he's been here. You're so sweet. I'm like, This is, I so needed this. This So excited. Thank you. This is the greatest. Honestly, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Women of a Certain Age on Showtime. Absolutely fantastic. And the second one is and coming out on uh, March 14th. Did you film it already? Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes. More. It's called More Funny Women. More uh, funny, funny Women. Funny Women of a Certain Age. And, and there's a ton of us, guys. Don't fuck around and pretend. <laughs> you know, and, and just up. so you know, one of the things I love about all the shows that I do is everyone is different. Yeah. You know, because the, the thing I used to get when I was coming up is, all you do is talk about your periods. I said, you know, that's really interesting because if I look at any millennial comic, he's talking about jerking off in his mother's basement and smoking weed, but that's okay, right? Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's okay. Funny. It's not normal to bleed. That's what my brothers told me. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't bleed anymore, so I'm even funnier God, now. God, I can't wait for that. Let me rub off. Let me, I need to get that. I, 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 I want that thing to stop. Oh, yeah. Go away. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I, I, I don't even remember. Close what it a, up. I don't even know what a period was. <laughs> I'm That's allergic how, to mine, guys. Yes. All right. I do have to go because I have to pick up my car in two minutes. <laughs> Plus, the guys just signaled us. You're not allowed to talk about your periods. All right. Oh, yeah, we're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> thank you for listening. Rate, subscribe. Uh, yeah, this comes out. So we'll promote that March 14th, you said? Yeah. Women of a certain age, check. More funny women of a certain age, check it out. Thank you, guys.